to Olympus. And now we're back with episode two of the Olympus podcast. Man, I think the first time I actually recorded an episode for this was earlier last year. And I had the full intention of taking this project seriously, but a lot of things in life happen. Um, and I just, I just kind of had to put it to the side. was really excited about it, but you know, changes happen and you have to readjust and you, you have to reframe how you do things. And speaking of reframing, I was going to make this podcast kind of like a self-help cognitive uh, reevaluation podcast, but honestly, I think I'm just going to speak from my heart going forward and just speak from the top of my head because I feel like the most genuine conversations that I have with those around me are the ones that I have when I'm not looking at an article or reading a script or something like that. You know, life is organic. Life is fluid. And, and, and that's the way I want this podcast to be. I want it to reflect the fluidity of life and the changes that we have to go through. So that's what we're going to do from here, man. That's what we're going to do from here. I mean, it's right now at the time of recording, it is Monday, January 10th. And man, it, it's a new year. It's 2022. Man, 2021 was crazy. Had a uh, fucking COVID, all these restrictions. I mean, I switched from that job I hated to a new job. I mean, I'm pretty sure in the first episode I talked about um, an event that happened at my last job that I wasn't really happy about. But safe to say now, at the time of this recording, I'm working at a new company, man. The atmosphere is great. The people are great. I mean, there's some disagreements and stuff, but... Everybody is a different color, you know, everybody has their own stroke, their own stride, their own mantra, their own whatever. And sometimes when you put those in a pot together, you're going to get some uh, ruffled feathers. But by all means, it's a lot better (laughs) than where I came from, honestly, because I I felt very unappreciated. I felt like my work, my work ethic was not seen Or that it was even seen, but it was being taken advantage of, you know. And it was some good people there to have my back. But at the end of the day, loyalty doesn't really pay the bills, you know. And you can be so loyal to a job, so loyal to a cause that it becomes a detriment to yourself, you know. Even in relationships, you can be so loyal to someone and they just continuously give you reasons to why you should not maintain that loyalty, and uh, that's where I'm at, man. A new start, a fresh new start. I plan to put out an episode every week. I'm aiming for Mondays, but don't quote me on that because, you know, life is crazy. But we're going to have some consistency with this from now on. That's my promise to you guys. Really, this uh, podcast is for my bros, for my family, for my friends, anybody who's interested in listening to me talk. Because, <laughs> honestly, I could talk all day. Man, what's been happening, bro? Um man i've been meeting different people with different mindsets lately and one thing really stuck out to me um i met with a marker a marketer earlier uh i want to say not earlier but later last year toward the end of the year i want to say just before december and um i've been looking for different things that i can do on my business as far as scaling it up and what type of clients that I want, because honestly, I'm tired of working for small businesses and faith-based organizations. For those of you who don't know, I'm also a graphic designer. I do professional logos, uh, prints, all anything that you can possibly name, flyers, um, auto services. I do those professionally, but um, 
that pay ain't professional, <laughs> to be honest with you. I mean, I know the economy is struggling right now, but you have to quote what you're worth. And then I've had people say, okay, let me get back to you on that. Or, oh, I love it, I love it, I love it, but I'm not going to be able to. And, you know, I like working with people, but honestly, I want to work with a different type of um a different type of cast, you know, work with businesses who have a set amount of uh, revenue that they're going to use for advertising. You know, I mean, it's a difference with working with somebody who's coming from the ground up and then working with people who kind of like, you know, I've made the sacrifice. I've made the commitment to do what I want to do as far as my business is concerned. And now let's do it. I mean, I feel like that's what I'm in when I'm in my element is when I'm working with somebody who is concrete in their understanding and in their in their um, production of what they want to do. So anyway, I'm getting off track. I had this conversation with this marketer and he said something to me and all of the advice he gave me was very duplicitous. But at the same time, it was genius. You know, the way he explained it, he explained it like it was just common sense, like and it made perfect sense like it made absolute perfect sense like it was like first of all what you want to do and this is what really caught me like i was like wow he was like you want to market based on the fear of your consumers based on the fear of the people that you want to have business with and i was like what the fuck like <laughs> like what type of you know nikolai machiavelli shit is this you know what i'm saying what type <laughs> what type of dark psychology shit is this but he was like no 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 i didn't say that to him but that was very much he he saw it in my face and it was just like um nah um basically every business has a fear you know and you have to capitalize off of that fear by offering them services so your service takes the place of that fear and then you have trust, loyalty, commitment, revenue or whatever. And it's like the, uh, the number one fear of your business or the people that you want to work with, you need to analyze that. And you said, who do you work with? I was like, I mean, I work with small businesses, faith based organizations, some corporate companies. He was like, OK, so as a graphic designer. You need to figure out what they fear the most as far as the logo is not going to be good or they have a deadline to reach or they have some important statistic that they need to be hitting on the mark. But they need graphics to do that. And at the worst case scenarios that they get horrible graphics, um, the money that they pay is not not matching up to the product that they're receiving. And you need to market based on this, you know, say like, hey, you know. Um, other graphic designers will probably bill you hourly, take your money and give you a lackluster project. That's what they're thinking in the back of their head already. But however, you want to come with an advertisement saying the exact opposite. And that allows them right there psychologically that allows them to understand that you are keyed in to their fear. And when you um, when you represent the opposite of what they fear, they gravitate towards you. And he was like, um, that's a simple marketing trick. A lot of companies use it. A lot of organizations use it. And it, it seems a little bit duplicitous, but it's, it's honesty. You know, whenever you start a business or you start a podcast or you start some type of project, your fear, ultimate fear is failure. And whatever can contribute to that failure, whether it's a bad logo, a bad startup, a bad production, you want to be able to market off of that fear. And I was like, man, that's fucking genius. <laughs> that 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 is genius. And then he was like, um... And uh, I'm a big fan of the law of attraction, you know, gravitate towards those that gravitate to you. 
he gave me some more advice about um, going into Facebook groups. He, he gave me this app, um, invited me to this app to where basically you can search for groups that are doing exactly what you're doing in your community and you can become a part of it. He even told me to try to like go to the chambers of commerce um, here and uh, do a presentation and let the entire presentation, you know, follow the policy of capitalizing off of fear like okay i'm going to show you how you can tell the difference between a top tier graphic designer and a bottom level graphic designer and you're not selling anything per se or giving them any type of um incentive but you are showing them that you have a great command and will over the information as a graphic designer and that's going to get you a whole lot of business in that area because you're in the room with business owners and, and corporate investors and stuff like that and i was like man that's crazy all I could think is visualizing myself getting my <laughs> getting up in front of a bunch of white men trying to talk about graphic design, but <laughs> that's neither here nor there. But I'm I'm definitely gonna give it a shot because this year is all about peace and progress. Honestly, um, I've had a very very rough year uh, in 2021 that we all have had, and it's really beating me over the head. And um, I try not to look at my life as a metaphor of a battle but it, it becomes almost unavoidable at some point you know it becomes so frustrating because it's like every day you wake up you gotta get dressed well you gotta shower you gotta brush your teeth you gotta fucking take a shit and then you gotta get out and do whatever you do in your morning routine and get out in the world and put on a fucking mask and do whatever, you know, and I'm not anti-mask and mask. I really don't care. Like, I'll tell you one thing. Like, I really don't give a fuck what people do as long as they do it to themselves. You know what I mean? As long as you're not coming up to me and coughing and spitting and, and, and trying to, you know, like, I'm okay. You know what I'm saying? Especially if people are vaccinated. And I've had so many arguments, so many debates about vaccination versus anti-vaccination. And I come to the conclusion, like, I really don't care what people do as long as they do it, A, for a plausible reason and they do it responsibly. And um, a lot of people don't agree with that. But, you know, that's a very apolitical stance. Like, oh, you're not taking any side. But my side is common sense. You know, the vet, you know, um, vaccinations, masking, everything in America has become a freaking, uh, what do you call it? It's, it's become one of those things, like a debate, like, like, is an like, is an option. And I was talking to my bro up in Georgia and he was talking about, you know, the vaccine and stuff like that. And I was like, man, if this, if you raise the lethal, um, the lethality or whatever you call it, wherever the fuck, if you raise that of COVID, like if COVID replaced COVID with the black plague and then the way that we're handling it now, like most of us would be fucking dead. Like, <laughs> to be honest with you, I feel like if we handle that the way we handle this, you know, um, most of us would be a lot of us would be dead. I'd say more than half of the population with the way that it spreads, you know, like if we up how fatal it is versus, you know how susceptible it is to be contagious you know it's, it's crazy but i try to stay away from those conversations especially as a black man in america because i'm already under the fucking heel of everything you know um well this has been going me i recently started going to therapy uh, 
I mean, even as a black man, you know, even as a black person, you think that therapy is for rich people. Therapy is for, you know, motherfuckers who make 500K a year minimum. You know what I mean? Like, therapists, like, who? The fuck? <laughs> nah. Me? Nah. And then I was, I, there's this arrogance you have about therapy, too. Um, it's an arrogance that you're like, what can you tell me that I don't already know? And if you've never been to therapy and you feel like you need therapy or somebody to talk to, I have, I'm here to say it fucking works, man. It it works. Like, it doesn't matter how intelligent you are. It doesn't matter how you're smart. It doesn't even matter if you're a therapist yourself or if you think you study psychology. Like, you never know yourself enough. If you don't know yourself enough and you feel like... You don't understand where this pain is coming from, this trauma, these reactions, these emotional mechanisms is coming from. Therapy is amazing because it's not just somebody sitting there saying, oh, fucking singing for waiting. Nah, it's, it's really not about that. It's just a conversation with somebody who's not a part of your life. And that being able to reveal your true feelings to somebody that has nothing in the fuck to do with you is is amazing like it's it's just amazing um because when you deal with friends and family and loved ones you put this filter and like nah i can't tell you that you'll lose your shit or nah i can't tell you that you try so hard to make me happy so i'm not even gonna you know tell you that i'm falling the fuck apart you know what i'm saying um but being able to just be completely honest with somebody and just be like, yo, I am fucked up. <laughs> I'm completely fucked up and I don't know how to fix it. I, that That's amazing. That's therapeutic in itself. Uh, Shouts out to my therapist. She's she's awesome, man. She's she's very down to earth. She's cool. Uh, I don't have to fake the funk or anything like that. But uh one thing that I'm that I've been uh working on is just reframing my mind and my thoughts because you have these initial thoughts and you're like, man, this shit sucks, or man, I suck, or you look in the mirror and you just have this instant negative thought. And we did this exercise where basically you take that thought, you write it down, and then you annual analyze it based on the facts in your life. Um and you think it through because you have a thousand thoughts in a day and some of them may be negative, but you don't think any further than that statement, you know, like you have a statement of, uh, man, I'll never achieve this. OK, well, let's let's reframe that factually. So you write down the thought you'll never achieve this. OK, what is this and why do you think you'll never achieve it? What factors in your life are preventing you from achieving this? And then you'll write those down and then you'll move on and move on. And then by the time you get to the bottom, you'll realize that, oh, man, I'm just I was just bullshit myself. Like when I look at it, it's not that many things stopping me from doing what I want to do, except my own emotional um, turmoil and my own outlook. But now that I can, you know, basically look at that and say, you know, sit the fuck down, you know, I can now move, I can now move forward, and you'll be surprised how much of our um, stride, how much power that we have is just stripped away from just emotional statements that we tell ourselves, and that's definitely the case with me, you know, it, it's not easy, it's not easy at all, um, I'm just looking forward to a new year, a new start, you know, I'm not with the whole New Year's New Year's resolution thing or anything like that. But I do feel like this is a clean slate. 
you know, to enhance my relationships, to enhance my mind, to enhance my body, to enhance my spirit, you know, all things like that. And my uh, perspective is to just I'm going to close the book on 2021. I'm going to close the book on 2019. I'm going to close the book on 2018. So if anybody that I am not talking to or haven't spoken to in a while, like that's 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 just it you know um if you're not a continuous contributing factor in my life i cannot support you or i cannot spare the energy that it would take to continue in my life if you haven't been reciprocating that in the first place you know i don't at the end of the day we don't owe people anything we don't owe people shit and i'm the type of person that will pour out my heart (laughs) unyieldingly you know what i'm saying to the motherfucker is empty but um uh, it's no more of that for people who don't deserve it. Um, uh, for a long time, I've been a glass half empty type of person. You know, like I'm always pessimistic and looking at shit like, oh no, nothing's gonna get better. Like, this fucking sucks. This is the end. I'm gonna lose everything. You know, you, you, that's how you think sometimes when you just when you see reality in a way that it goes. But um. I'm lucky I have a brother in my life, and he's just, like, optimistic, man. Like, this man is a go-getter. He doesn't believe in any type of limitations or that anything can stop him. And sometimes our uh, perspectives are diametrically opposed. Uh, I do believe in limits. I believe in real physical limits. And I believe that you should obey them. You know what I'm saying? You can push them. You can eventually break them or push them even farther out, but... You know, it's it's good to know where you're limited at. That way you don't overextend yourself. You know what I mean? But at the same time, you know, me and him go back and forth on this. And sometimes it's better to push forward. And sometimes it's better just to uh, know where your know where your limits are. That way you can be smarter and work around your limits. It, it, it allows you to be more ingenious intellectually. Uh, but I'm I'm happy to have him in my life because he keeps me up. He keeps me going, man. Like, I don't care what anybody says. Like, in this day and age, we all try to believe that we need to be solo. We need to be one man or one woman armies and nothing can stop. And, you know, one, one person production machine. But you need friends. You need social. You need society to an extent. You need to be able to dial in to somebody else and for them to be able to approve or disprove or keep you balanced. You know, you can't have yin without yang. You can't have heat without cold. You can't have light without dark. So you definitely need people in your life that compliment you. I mean, I don't know what it is. Like, I've met a lot of people that just, they like, oh, I don't fuck with nobody. Or, I don't really care. Or, no, no, I don't need this. Or, I don't need him. Or I don't need her or something like that. And it's like, that's all good and understood, but you know, time keeps marching forward. And as you continue with that mentality, you're not able to make new connections and you're not able to move in a way that allows you to be a benefit to your society or a benefit to yourself eventually, you know, because the I reflects the we and the we reflects the I. Um, I was having this conversation with this young lady and she was telling me that she thinks that all people or all it was a man conversation how i hate those but she was saying basically that all men are just bad <laughs> just inherently like by nature bad 
And I was like, what has led you to do that? Led, led you to this conclusion? And here's the thing, you motherfuckers. <laughs> when somebody says something, and we're in a culture nowadays to where people get easily insulted or easily inflamed and want to go to fucking Twitter and Facebook and YouTube and just shout out, shout from the fucking top of the digital landscape. It's like, oh, you motherfuck, you, you, you insulted me. You talked about my mother, all of this shit. Like, like, listen, listen. Try to understand where a person is coming from first, because nine times out of ten, if you believe somebody is mistaken, then you have to understand where the root of the miscommunication and misunderstanding is. Just attacking them is going to only allow them to be defensive. It's going to allow them to be emotionally charged and it's not going to progress because at the end of the day, your emotional feedback is telling you, I don't want this person to think that way. And I don't want this person to think about me that way, if you even care. But um, there's a whole nother discussion if you don't. But if you do and it's somebody close to you, don't just, you know, go ahead and load up the chamber and ready to take shots or why you're wrong, why you're wrong. Like take a person on the journey. You know, I have it right here in my notebook because this shit helps me out all the time because I promise nine out of ten I'm dealing with somebody, you know, that has an um, ignorant and when I say ignorant, I don't mean it negatively, just devoid of the right information. They have an ignorant opinion. And I wrote it right here in this book. I said, when dealing with ignorant people, appeal to the higher self and understanding. Um, that's my that's by my boy, Brian Chambers on the Brian Chambers podcast. Shout out to him. But, uh, yeah, appeal to their higher understanding because just because they're ignorant in one area doesn't mean that they're dumb intellectually. You know what I'm saying? They still have the reasoning skills to come to that conclusion. They just came to the wrong conclusion, you know, and it might just be their personal truth. But anyway, she was telling me, oh, yeah, all men are inherently bad or all men just want one thing. You know, the, the, the regular spiel that, you know, people say. And I was like, okay, what make you think this? And she was like, oh, well, my experience and this, that, blah, blah. And I said, okay, all right, all right. Before we go any further in the conversation, you said my experience or me talking to her. You said your experience. And I asked her a question. I said, do you think your experience accounts for the entire experience of humanity and the entire experience of every woman who has ever lived? And she paused and she was like, I mean, I mean, I'm just me, so I can only speak for what I felt. I was like, OK, um, you're only you so you can only speak for how you feel. But then again, you're making a generalization about people outside of the um, realm of your experience. I say you said all men. You know what I mean? You haven't experienced all men. You haven't experienced all women. You haven't experienced all people. What you experience is a very small sliver of life. And that small sliver belongs to you respectively. But you control that experience. You know what I'm saying? And you can't. As people, I feel like we allow the bad experiences that we have with somebody from our past to just paint an entire landscape of what the world is. And that disconnects us. That puts us in a reality that's separate from the actual world. I've done this. The people around me have done this. And sometimes we do this on a daily basis. Somebody pisses us off and was like, oh, fuck all of them. You know what I'm saying? Everybody that's like them, fuck them, you know? But <laughs> and it's easy to do that because the mind loves black and white. The mind loves to simplify things. The mind loves to have a direct enemy for things. You know what I'm saying? Like 
I give you an example and then we'll get back to her. Um, uh, there's this whole conspiracy theory about um, during the Reagan area, they flooded the black communities with uh, cocaine. And they created the drug, the war on drugs, but they introduced drugs in the black community so they could then come and disenfranchise the black community and uproot our unity and stuff like that. But then I was listening and I was researching into it and it turns out that there was a war. I'm, I'm not sure if it was Cuba or where it was, but I think it was one of those um, one of those Spanish uh, um, states or, or countries. But basically... The FBI, the CIA was funding, um, no, matter of fact, it might have been the Taliban. Sorry, they were funding a, a rebellion against the Taliban or something like that. And um, turns out that these people, same people that were, they were funding to uproot the communist government in their territory, were also drug runners, drug runners to supply um, money for whatever they needed to do. You know, one hand washes the other. That was pretty much their only source of income. So they would fly planes to the United States and drop drugs off and stuff like that, yada, yada, yada. And then, you know, the, um, is it federal or CIA? One of the agencies would allow that to happen. Like, knew, they knew they were doing this, but since they were their um, only resource in the pivotal fight against communism in the other territory, they would just allow this to happen. And eventually, these drugs got flooded into the flooded into our society and stuff like that. And then other there were other actors involved, but you find out that the story isn't as black as black and white as the CIA or the FBI or whatever or Reagan just introducing drugs into the black economy. I mean, it made it way it made its way there, but at the end of the day, you know, people have this uh, black people. Most some black people have this conception that oh. You know, the white man did it. Oh, you know, it was it was the man. It's the fight, the power, man. Like, I'm a bigger picture type of person. So the more that I read and the more that I research, I'm seeing it's just a whole lot of bad decisions that are being made in situations where there aren't a lot of decisions to be made, you know. Um, one of the things that I have to deal with at my job is just meeting different people. And I go to a lot of um, higher middle class and even upper class homes to, um, you know, schedule the, uh, for these scheduled appointments that I'm on. And man, I, you just you can just walk up and you as me personally, I can just walk up and I can just see the. <gasps> You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, chill. Like, you don't have to be uncomfortable. I'm I'm human, too, at the end of the day. But you got to understand, it's, it's all these misconceptions and opinions and thoughts. And plus, the media is feeding a certain image to people. And then they come in reality. And it, it doesn't add up. But they try to force it. They be like, no, no, no. That, that's that, he, he, that, that nigga over there, he's going to steal my purse. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You know, they they look at you sideways, and that's something that I have to deal with it on a weekly, if not daily basis. It's just the misconceptions of people. And that brings me back to her because, you know, she was like, all men are bad. And I was like, I looked at her and I said, do you think I'm a bad man? She said, well, you know, I don't know. You're talking to me. You seem nice. You seem whatever, but I wouldn't know. And I was like, okay, so. You don't know. You admit it that you don't know or, or that you're not able to come to a conclusion about me. But you said all men are bad. And I said, the moment that you say that, you lose your ability to open up your perspective. 
the moment you say that all something is this, you immediately tell your brain, shut off. Let's not give it a chance. You know what I'm saying? Uh, people are not one dimensional. Somebody can be a horrible partner, but a great friend. Somebody can be a great husband, but a horrible brother or a horrible father. You know, people have more than one side to them that they excel in or they either are not that good in. And you kind of have to, um, you got to play it. You, you, you got to play it by ear. You know, life is not so easy that we can come up with one philosophy that says, if I do this, I'll fucking rule the world. That's, that's not how it works. The world, people, society is ever adapting and you have to adapt with it. You know, that's the only thing. That's kind of why I left, um, you know, the whole standard belief system um, of today, because I feel like it's just designed to make you comfortable against the unknown. It's not really about belief. It's not really about worship. It's not really about a higher power. It's about, man, I'm fucking scared because I have no idea what anything is about. I've, I've been born. I'm just slapped here on this earth. Now I got to work a fucking job. I have to live or I'm going to be on a fucking street like Mr. Bob over there who's carrying a sign on fucking Regency. And it's like, you know, I don't want that to happen to me. So I need some control. I need somebody to control something. I need somebody to come in and, and, and show me that there's a path or there's a way. And then people fall on that and they kind of use religion as like life insurance. You know what I mean? Like this, this will guarantee that, you know, there are laws, there are things in place to keep me from, you know, but I'm not that type of person. Cause I feel like it kind of cheats what belief is supposed to be about. I feel like the purity of belief is not in that you have to believe, but you choose to believe. It's not in that you believe out of fear or you believe in it out of a respect of bowing down, but you believe out of total um total admission and submission to something greater than yourself and whatever that is you get to choose that it doesn't have to choose you but when the two combine it's a mutual connection you know i feel like that's what true belief is it's not just what it can do for me it's what i can do for it you know what i'm saying and, and together what that connection could mean as far as society at large or the world at large um so you know, I like to think a little bit deeper about things that happen, you know, and uh, I I told her one thing. I was like, look, I'll tell you one thing. I've been through a lot of relationships. You know, I'm only 24, but from a young age, I felt deeper. You know what I'm saying? Like my mom raised me to treat a woman right. And she we would sit down and have conversations about, you know, how to navigate relationships and what people look for. Like I was fucking reading the Harry Potter books, but before I was even in um, high school, you know what I'm saying? So my understanding and my emotional understanding and my um, emotional vulnerability was on another level by the time I got in high school. And, you know, so these little, when you're in high school, nothing is really fucking serious. Like the friends that you have, you may have them after you leave, but then most of that shit just falls off. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's temporary and you don't even realize that. And it hurts even more when you feel like things should be permanent, you know, when your feelings are deeper than your than the experiences that you're actually having. And that's what happened to me. You know, I was in these relationships that weren't going to last because we didn't have the tools to keep them going or, or the other person didn't have the tools or the, or the know all to uh, keep that going, to maintain that. So I would go, go through these relationships and it would just end fucking horrible or it would just end or I would just know like oh, what the fuck 
you know, and it, it got me jaded after a while and I began to generalize. And um, I guess that's the theme of today's podcast is don't generalize. <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, I, I began to think that, you know, all people or all women are this, or all women are that or yada, yada, yada. You know, once you get your heart broke a couple of times, you stop trying to give the benefit of the doubt. You know, you doubt the benefit. <laughs> you feel me? I need to put that on a fucking shirt. Stop trying to give the benefit of the doubt. Doubt the benefit, you know. But nah, um, I had that perception. I was just like, man, I'm. there's nobody out there for me. You know, there's nobody that's going to love me for me. There's nobody that's going to look at me, look in my eyes, and look at my soul like I look at them and love me for the qualities that I, that I bring to the table that I'm able to bestow upon them. Nobody's really going to care that much. Not in a society where everything is priced on looks and likes and posts and subscriptions and everything is now, 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 now. Give me this now. Amazon Prime now. Like, everything is just instant gratification nobody's gonna sit down and take the slow burn and 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 understand your world and and even go as far as to love you for it but i was wrong because now i'm in a relationship that's about to go in three years and i have never been happier and i would not have this relationship if i didn't challenge my belief uh you know my my generalist belief i would not have that relationship because i would just keep it moving you know and then you miss out on the best things in life because you tell people to keep it moving when you're the one that should be reevaluating you know you have to you know love is a powerful thing but it takes time you have to reevaluate and reevaluate and you have to get your heart broke and get back up and get back up and get back up and everybody thinks they're so fucking strong because they they don't need anybody or they want anybody or they're independent but that's not strength. Strength is not closing yourself up. If strength was closing yourself up, then people would build walls and they would be fine. But the more you build walls, the more you cripple yourself because it not only blocks people from reaching you, but it blocks you from reaching out. And growth is all about reaching out. It's all about branching out. It's all about starting from a seed and becoming a tree. It's all about spreading pollen pollen in the atmosphere and, and allowing your influence, allowing your essence, allowing who you are to reach the furthest corners of the earth. And you can't do that from inside of a box. You can't do that from behind a wall. You know, so I had to learn that the hard way. But it, it's beautiful, man. But I want to leave you guys with this because I'm getting fucking tired. But <laughs> I want to leave you guys with this. Um, something to think about. Something to meditate on. Something to, you know, bounce around in the head of yours until I return next week. Um, what belief have you held on for so long? Just think about that. What belief do you have that you've held on for so long? that could stop you from growing which part of your belief systems make you feel safe and put you in your comfort zone you know I want you to think about that what do you believe what do you believe in just for the fact that it makes you feel comfortable because change progress and growth it's an uncomfortable process And I want to ask you right now, are you uncomfortable? Till next time.